arguing about the grounds for divorce isn't usually worth it. Instead, the real battle lies in ancillary matters, especially when dividing assets and caring for your children's future. Matrimonial assets encompass items owned by either or both spouses during their marriage. These include assets acquired during the marriage, assets used by spouses or their children, and improved during the marriage. These factors guide the court's decision on asset division, and each case is assessed individually. How then are assets divided in Singapore? Asset division in Singapore follows a structured approach. When your marriage can't be saved and divorce is inevitable, it's essential to focus your efforts wisely. Arguing about the grounds for divorce isn't usually worth it. Instead, the real battle lies in ancillary matters, especially when dividing assets and caring for your children's future. When it comes to ancillary matters, your assets and children are crucial. In Singapore, providing the best for your children often requires financial support, whether for schooling and other opportunities or other expenses. How you navigate the division of marital assets can also significantly impact your ability to move forward after divorce and to secure your children's success. Matrimonial assets encompass items owned by either or both spouses during their marriage. These include assets acquired during the marriage, assets used by spouses or their children and improved during the marriage. Examples of matrimonial assets include family cars, bank accounts, savings, businesses, and even the home where you lived in. However, gifts or inheritances that haven't substantially improved during the marriage are typically excluded from matrimonial assets. For example, imagine you have received a valuable painting as a gift from a relative before your marriage. If its value didn't increase significantly during your marriage, it's likely not considered a matrimonial asset. How about gifts during the marriage? Gifts play a role in asset division too. There are two main types of gifts to consider. Interspousal regifts. These are items bought when inherited or gifted money by one spouse and given to the other during the marriage. For instance, if a husband inherits money and then buys jewelry for the wife, it usually isn't counted as matrimonial assets. Pure interspousal gifts. These are items not bought using inherited or gifted money. For example, if a husband buys jewellery with his earnings, they might be considered matrimonial assets. However, pure interspousal gifts might not be counted if considered de minimis, meaning they have minimal value and won't significantly affect the overall assets' values. For example, in a divorce, a court might exclude a small piece of jewellery from the asset division because its worth isn't as substantial as the total assets. The role of the court in a divorce is to divide matrimonial assets fairly between the former spouses. When making this decision, the court considers various factors, including some of the following. Contributions made by each party, whether financial or through work, to acquire, improve, or maintain the matrimonial assets. Any joint debts incurred for the family's benefit, the needs of the children, contributions to the welfare of the family, such as caregiving, agreements between the parties regarding asset ownership, rent-free occupation of the matrimonial home, as well as support provided by one spouse to the other. These factors guide the court's decision on asset division, and each case is assessed individually. How then are assets divided in Singapore? 
Asset division in Singapore follows a structured approach. Direct financial contributions. The court initially assigns a ratio based on each party's direct financial contributions to the matrimonial assets supported by financial records. There's also indirect contributions. Another ratio then considers the indirect contributions to the family's well-being. The average of the ratios then is taken into account, with the court ensuring that both financial as well as non-financial contributions are both considered. However, this structure is flexible since unrecorded and dishonest statements can both impact the outcome. And ultimately, the court will rely on the specific facts of each case and the credibility of each witness and spouse to make their judgment. What are the factors considered in the asset division process? Several factors influence the court's decision on asset division. Length of marriage. Longer marriages tend to emphasize indirect contributions. Size of matrimonial assets. If one spouse contributed significantly to the assets, their direct contributions might carry more weight. The extent and nature of indirect contributions. The court also recognizes the sacrifices made by homemakers but considers the effectiveness of these contributions. For example, hiring domestic help versus managing the home themselves. The court can issue various orders to facilitate asset division, such as selling, dividing, or giving assets from one party to another. And these choices aim to achieve a fair and reasonable outcome ultimately. How about keeping your HDB flat? If you have custody of your child, you can usually keep your HDB flat after a divorce. In cases without children, the flat owner may retain the flat after specific conditions have been fulfilled, and these rules are subject to HDB's own policies and regulations. What if you suspect that there are undisclosed assets? Both parties must always honestly disclose all their known assets. If you suspect your spouse isn't doing so, you can request full disclosure during court proceedings. If your spouse hides assets, the court may grant you a larger share of the matrimonial assets later on. After the divorce, the court schedules an ancillary matters pre-trial conference to discuss asset division. If there's potential for a settlement outside the court proceedings, counselling or mediation may be suggested. Otherwise, both parties must file something called an affidavit of assets and means. A contested ancillary matters hearing follows where the court makes final decisions on asset division. Navigating the division of matrimonial assets in Singapore can be complex, but understanding the process and factors involved can help you make informed decisions ultimately. So now you know. If you found this helpful, follow and subscribe to our channel for more legal things.